want to talk to you about boldness a little bit tonight. Boldness, boldness. I believe, I believe since the Lord has given us these opportunities, I think, I think it's, I think it's uh, very uh, important that we do become a bolder, a bolder people, more vocal. Come on, more, 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 more of a voice, and not just be still. I want to talk to you tonight about a boldness that won't be silenced. A boldness that won't be silenced. And I want to read you a portion of Scripture out of Acts 4. Uh, we'll start. i tell you what. Let's stand. Let's pray. And then I'm going to let you sit down because I've got about 20 Scriptures uh, out of this that I want to, out of this story. It's just about 20 Scriptures in one story that I want to read. And then I'll let you sit down and uh, we'll, we'll just read these while you're taking it easy. Let you take it easy. Amen. But let's pray tonight. Uh, and let's be thankful. Let's be thankful in this prayer. Father, we do. We, we bless your name. We honor you. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy. Thank you for your grace, your sovereignty, your power, everything that you've worked, uh, all, all that you've done even in this season in which we live. Lord, I, I see your hand in it. I see your hand moving in it. I see you moving. Surely, surely, surely the hearts of the leaders are in your hands. And uh, I, I know you guide and you direct. So, so bless even tonight, dear God. Help us be a people more equipped and encouraged to do your work, Lord, and, and to be the voice, to be the salt and the light, salt and the light that, that you want us to be, dear God. Allow us to even uh, to have an effect on our, on our culture, on our, on our age, Lord, and help us to be the voice that we're supposed to be. Now, Father, bless your word tonight. Bless our time. Bless all those that's here tonight and uh, all, all of our sick folk, Lord, every one of them. And we'll give you glory, praise, and honor. In the name of Christ, our Savior, our coming King, it's in his wonderful name. And all church agree and say, amen. amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord one time, one time. Amen. We bless him. We bless him. You can be seated tonight. I ain't even going to have you shake your neighbor's hand in case he don't feel good. Bump fist. I'm going I'm to start doing some of that. Fist bump. Yeah, fist bump. From a distance. Uh, I want to go to the book of Acts, chapter 4, and we'll start with verse 13. And just a quick, just a real quick recap of, of, to where we've got to this point. Uh, of course, in chapter 3, you know the story about the healing of the lame man and uh, uh, everything. And there's been this big swirl of excitement around that. And he's kind of accompanied, you know, Peter and what all. And, and, and Peter, 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 I believe Peter's got excited about this healing as well, because he seems to be really, uh, in, in the first part of chapter 4, he's really preaching, if you will, uh, uh, with fire, you know, preaching, 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 preaching it good. And, uh, of course, uh, this impotent man that's whole is with him. And uh, it gives it just kind of a, you just kind of get the sense that it was probably a lot of excitement. And uh, all the leaders, all the culture, all that age, they're a little bit stirred. They're a little bit stirred that, and, and a little bit upset that, that Peter and, and uh, all of them is, is, is excited and John and, and this other man as well and, and probably the rest of the, of the church. They're excited about this. And so it kind of brings us to this point uh, because they want, they want to shut them down. They want them to be still. They want to silence them. They don't want, them, they want, don't, don't want Jesus' name. They don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, the world, the culture, even in this age, it's never changed. 
You can say any other name you want. You can bring up any other topic you want. You can talk the dumbest stuff you ever heard of. You, you, everybody's got freedom of speech except the church. Every, every, everybody can say what they want except the church. Everybody can say about any other name except Jesus' name. That's the one name. That's the one name they don't want you talking in. It's still the same today. It's still the, they want us quieting it down and quieting it down. And in verse 13, this is kind of where we'll pick it up. Because this is what the, that group of people, they, they saw the boldness. There it is already. This is not where we're going, but it's already there. He's already, how many know John and Peter? They've already got boldness. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, now listen, they perceived, they, they got, they discerned, they, they kind of understood that these were unlearned and, and ignorant men. They, they was actually amazed, amazed, marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man, this was the, the one that was healed, standing, standing with them, they couldn't say nothing against it. Amen. But, but when, they, when they commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred a meeting. Time to have a meeting. We ain't no sure what we're going to do with this. Time to have a meeting. So they conferred, they conferred among themselves saying, what shall we do with these men? For they, they that indeed, is, is this is a notable miracle that has been done by them. And, and it's manifest to all that dwell in Jerusalem. And we can't deny it. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they henceforth uh, to no man and speak it no more to, in, in this man's name. And they called them and they commanded them not to speak at all or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you, more, more than unto God, judge ye, judge ye, you, you decide. That's a good question right there, really. You know, we want to think about it. All the things we deal with and, and, and even in our society, our culture, you need to ask that question. Should I obey man or God right here? Which, which is most important right here? Should, should I obey God or man? I mean, it's really simple. But uh, anyway, verse 24. For we cannot but speak, this is what, this is what but no, go back to verse 19. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So then that they had further threatened them, further more threats, then they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of, of, the, of the people, for the men glorified all the men glorified God for that which was done. For the man was above 40 years old on whom the miracle of the healing was showed. And being let go, listen, they went to their own company, reported all that the chief priests, the elders, had said to them. And they heard, and, and when they heard that, that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that's in them. Who, who by the mouth of a servant David has said, Why do, did, did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together uh, against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against the holy child Jesus, whom hast 
whom hast anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together for to do, listen, for God is going to do whatever by, by thy hand, his hand, and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, now, and now, Lord, behold these threatenings. Behold what we're going. Behold everything that's been said. Behold these threatening, their threatenings. And grant to thy servants with all boldness that we may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. And when they prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word with boldness. With boldness. Amen. Father, bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Boldness that can't be silent. I, I was thinking about this. I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, there, there is a boldness. And you see it in this text. You see it. You see it. Pretty visible, uh, there, but there is a boldness that, that no argument, no law, no culture, no politician, no atheist, no whatever can silence. There is such a boldness. There is a boldness that can't be hushed. There is a boldness that can't be told just to be go over there and just be still. There's a bold, there's a boldness that that, that, that can't that just can't help itself. A boldness that, that that even if it wants to, it cannot. Think about that tonight. I believe this is what I believe. This is just, this is me here, maybe. But I believe this. I believe the church, this hour, this age, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. The church in this age that we live in this time. I believe the church is on the edge of, of that kind of boldness again. I want you to hear that. I believe that. That, that. that might be a little bit prophetic, but it's not far off of where, where, where the Lord has taken us. I believe the church, the church is on the edge. Yeah, on the edge, on the edge of that kind of boldness again. I believe that. I do. I believe that with all my heart. How many, how many culture Christianity is not bold? That's apathy, indifference. Whatever, but but being a culture Christians are, are never bold, never never so much so. And of course, I, I believe this night. In in, in and I'm, I'm gonna get where I'm going. But in 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 apathy of where a lot of culture Christianity lives, there's there's much there's much, if you will, lost when there's not the boldness. When there's not the boldness that it's supposed to, much is lost. Much opportunity. I, I told some folks the other day. I, I don't remember. I believe I told the kids. That's what I told. I told some of them anyway. When they were getting ready to go down there to that trip, I said, I said, make it count. Make it count. Make it. You go down there and bold. You go down there. You make it count. We don't want to lose nothing. We make, make these Friday nights. Make them count. These times we gather together. Make it count. The prayer time here in a little bit. Make it count. Make it count. Oh, oh, Jerry, Wednesday night, make it count. I believe it. I believe it. Apathy. In apathy, much is lost. Much is lost. The individuals lose so much just because, just because we're not bold in, 
in the things of God. Not bold in, the, in what God is doing. Not bold in what God has put on our heart. I believe that tonight. I believe that. And this is our. Our culture, just like theirs was, their enemy, just like ours is, would silence us. And has many times. And I, Maybe not you. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, Brother Lee, I've never been silenced. Well, there's been a few times that I, I've kind of went and, and kept my peace to myself. Been silenced. Silenced. Too many times, I might add. I went through a season not too long ago, a few years ago, where, where I got quiet about certain things. Because I thought, well, maybe I ought to just be still about that. Hey! I, guilty, me too, guilty. And I've learned, I've learned, I've learned since then. I got to have this boat. And, and when you tap back into it, I said, when you tap back into that boldness, it's in that, and you understand tonight what I'm talking about. It's a boldness that can't be silenced. It won't be still. So tonight, I just kind of want to break down. There's a few things, and I, I got to hurry through this because I got too many of these little things that I need to bring out. But I'm going to, because I want to get to the very part that is really, I feel like is really prudent for our generation for this time that we're in. But, but I want to I look tonight from this little piece of scripture, this little test story here, where true boldness come from. Where, what, what did they, they couldn't be quiet. They couldn't be, they were threatened, they were warned, later would suffer persecution, even death, but they still couldn't be quiet. Still couldn't shut up. Under the threat of of beheading and crucifixion and loss of everything, they still couldn't be still. Still couldn't be still. So I, I, I want to just unearth a few things that I've seen in this that I, I want to share with you. Go back to verse 13, if you don't mind, Kayla. I want to just unearth. I got a few little things here that I want to, you know, you're, when, I, when I, I just tell you a few little things, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And I'm going to hurry along. But I want you to see this tonight, because I believe this is where their boldness, this is where true boldness comes from. Now, when they saw the boldness, they've already got it already. They've already, they've already tapped into it because that's what they noticed about them. They already noticed. I, I wonder when folk look upon us, do they see boldness or apathy? Think about it. Would somebody, would somebody say, well, that's that, that you're a bold person or you're apathetic. I've been called, I probably feel like I could be called both at times. I feel like there's times, and I feel like there's been times that I have been called both. Yeah, bold, and, but yet at other times, indifferent or apathy. But anyway, they, 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 they done noticed it. They done seen it. They saw the boldness. And listen, they perceived, this is the thing. This is what I want you to see about this. Here, here it is. Here it is. Perceived that they were unlearned, it, it don't come from no special education. It, it don't come from a seminary. It don't come from I learned this or I learned that. It, it, they perceived that they were unlearned. Ignorant men, I hope that don't offend you, but that's what it is. Ignorant men, and, and they marveled. They were amazed. Amazed by their boldness. Amazed. But listen, they took knowledge. Of them that they had been. They had, I just come to tell you tonight. First place I want to stop at. 
is, is boldness comes from spending time with Jesus. From spending time with Jesus. I'm going to tell you what, if, if you want to tap into true boldness, it, it don't come from learning. It don't come from, from and, and not that there's anything wrong with learning. And maybe spending time with Jesus, we'll learn something. But, it, but, it, but they, they took notice that this is where it really comes from. That they, they, they've been with this boldness come from being with Jesus. In ordinary, everyday, the word that they use is ignorant, which is a Greek word. I, I, I don't know if I can even say it. Idios. Trace or something like that, trace. And you know what, you know, idio, idiotrace is what, you know where that word, we get our word idiot. But I just go tell you, you can be an idiot and be bold. And, and, and where, where it came from, where it came from was just spending time just in fellowship and this, this walking with him and just talking with him and learning and spending more and more time with him. That's the first place. First place. Second place I want, I want to deal with you just a little bit tonight. In verse 18, and you can follow along in your Bible and Caleb will follow along, but I, I've got to hurry so I can get where I'm going. But in verse 18, of course, they, they called them and commanded them, remember, not to speak. Nor teach in Jesus' name. But remember, Peter, James, John, they said, you know, whether it be right to you, you know, whether we listen to you or whatever, but in the sight of God, you know, you judge. But we cannot, in verse 20, he says, we cannot but speak the things which we've seen and heard. I want to tell you, this is another place that boldness comes from. When, when if, if, if we're going to become and speak boldly, it'll become because we believe greatly. That's what, he, that's what he's saying. We can't do nothing but speak what we've heard and seen. Because that's what we believe greatly. That's what we really believe greatly. And I'm going to tell you, until you believe greatly, you'll never be bold. You know what I found out about people? You can find out right quick what they believe greatly because that's what they bold in. That's what they fired up about. That's what, they, that's what they'll go an extra mile for. That's what they'll be loud about. I mean, that's even like politics. Nowadays, there's so much politics talk. I can tell, I can tell what some folk really believe in because they're bold in whatever it is. Or sports. You can find out real quick. Or something or some issue or something. But, but, but whatever you believe so greatly in, that's what he said. He said, we can't be still. Because we believe greatly. We believe in this thing. Amen. I just want to challenge you. Man, I'm get it down in your heart what you greatly believe in. I believe in a lot of things tonight about the kingdom. A lot of things about Jesus. A lot of things about God. A lot of things about heaven. A lot of things about hell. A lot of things about judgment. A lot of things about wrath. A lot of things. A lot of, a lot of grace things. A lot of good things. I believe a lot of things that's out of this book. And if you really believe it and you really ponder on it and get it in your heart and don't be apathetic about it, it'll make you bold. It caused you to buy a tent and set it up somewhere. David Whitlock. It'll cause you to go somewhere tomorrow and preach somewhere. It'll, it'll cause you to do something. It'll cause you to go across the street to you. You can't help it because you believe greatly. Believe greatly in something. Can't help it. You, you come out on a, a dreary old Wednesday night when half the church has got the flu, 
And you ain't real sure who you're sitting beside of tonight. But you believe greatly. Amen. Amen. Ain't that the truth? One of the places, just one of the places that it comes from. That it comes from. And, and I, I like I like it as it goes on. He talks about he talks about this notable miracle. He talks about things that God was doing. He, he, he brings out this story brings out that they were God conscious. That's my third stop, because that's where that's where true boldness comes from. It, it comes from being God conscious. They, 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 they were conscious that God was with them. Conscious that, that God was present. He was conscious that God was moving and working in their midst. You can't help it when it's like that. There was an awareness. There was an awareness that God's a, about things. And, and, I, and that, that's part of what's going on even in our hour. That's part of what's got us, some of us, a little more bold, a little more stirred. Because God's moving. And when you get this God consciousness, this God awareness, it, it, it stirs you to a little bit higher level of being bold for His name. Bold in the things of God. They, they just witnessed the resurrection. They just witnessed. Oh, and they just had witnessed this great miracle in Acts 3 of this lame man. They tried it out. They said, silver and gold have we none, but such as we have. Arise and walk. They come to town bold, buddy, because God was moving. God was at work. They were conscious. They know they didn't do it because what they had was none. All they had was what God. Amen. God conscious. God conscious. And in this story, going to number four, I got to hurry. In this story, in this story, we'll get to it. We, we've not got there yet, but really what they're going to be seeking for and searching for, they're going to they're pray for this boldness. They've already got some. They've already got it. But, but they see, they feel the need that they pray for more. And, and I thought about that. It, it takes a certain quality for someone to pray. When's the last time you prayed for boldness? You ain't got to say it out loud. But think about it. That's not something that you hear the, the church of today really laboring in prayer about. We hear needs. We hear what we need, what I got to have, what I'm up against. And I'm not against that. I'm not beating nobody up. But I'm saying, when's the last time that, 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 that you, heard, you heard a church member laboring at the altar, praying for, God, send me more boldness. I need more. I need more boldness. You, you know, you know what? You know what I see in this, and this is a product. This, this you want, you want, you want great boldness in this age. You want a boldness that can't be silenced. You got to be other centered. Truly, other centered because 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 that's what will pray for boldness. Why do you pray for boldness? It's not for yourself. It's for others. It's for somebody else. That you'll be bold enough to be able to speak the word 
to the lost or to the hurt or to them that need something or, or your neighbor or your friend or your workplace, whoever, other-centered. When, when, when we're, we're self-centered, I say when we're, we're not praying for much boldness. We'd we be praying. Our prayer in this story would be, Lord, protect us. You wonder why they're not Lord saying, Lord, protect us. They're under threat. I tell you right now, this Americanized New Age church, they'd be praying, Lord, protect us. We're about to get in trouble. They'd be seeking wise counsel. And somebody, somebody would give it to them. I won't know about wise, but somebody would give them some counsel. Just go over here and be still for a while. Y'all about to get beat up. Y'all just be still. But no, 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 no. They, other, they said, time's wasting. Time's wasting. Yeah, time's wasting. We, we can't be still. So, so they marched boldly and said, Lord, give us more. Give us more boldness. Give us more. Give us more. Give us more. Because we need now. We need it now. It wasn't Lord protect us. I think there's a place for that. I'm not saying that we don't ever pray that. But but I I, I believe I believe we we go there way too much and I, we don't hear enough. We don't hear enough. Lord, grant me some boldness. Give me some sweating. Give me some spitting. Give me some vinegar down in my spirit. Yeah. Yes. Give me some fire. Amen. Because boldness is for others, not for ourselves. <laughs> I don't know why. You wouldn't have to pray for boldness for yourself if you just go spend it on yourself. No, it, it, it's, it's to risk it. It's to risk it. Amen. 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 You see in this in this scripture, because they actually quoted scriptures. They quoted Psalm 2 in this set of little pieces of scripture. Psalms 2, verse 1 and 2 is actually a part of Acts 4 in this story. And and in verse 24 through 5 through 6 and thereabouts. So so you, you, you see something. You see that they had a trust. You want to know where boldness comes from? If you trust the word. There's a trust in God's word. There's a trust. There's a realization. There's a realization, if you will, that, that they, they know God's word. And you know what? They trust it. That, 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 that whatever he said. It's like scriptures. It's like scriptures that we would might think of. You know, Think it not strange concerning these fiery trials which have come upon you. You know, we trust that. So therefore, we pray for more boldness. We push on. We push on. We push on. If they hated me, they will hate you. Trust that. Through much tribulation, you shall enter the kingdom. Trust that. That's what they were doing. They, they wasn't sure maybe of everything, but, but they trusted his word. And verse 28 then, and we're getting down to the need. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Verse 28, they said for, for they're talking about God, God's. God's hand. He's going to do what he's determined to do. He's done determined it before, and he's going to do what he's determined. His hand, he's going to do what he's going to do. And, th and this, is, this is a big thing, and that was faith in his sovereignty. Faith and trust in his sovereignty. Faith and trust that he's going to work 
exactly what he needs to work. It's God's sovereignty. God's got it. God's got it. God's got it. He's, he's got a purpose in this. It's part of the plan. Even these threats, even this bull, even this ju- even the pain. Well, I know that's a tough place. But even in the pain, you understand that you know what? That, that, that's part of that's part of his plan. He's gonna get glory even from this pain. Especially from the pain, usually. He'll get glory out of it. And he trusts the sovereignty. You trust that all things, he is working all things. I'm talking about, I'm talking about where really boldness comes from. Because if you don't trust these plans, you're not gonna be but you're gonna be bold till it gets tough. And when it gets tough, you're not going to be bold no more unless you trust his plan. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be before it's going to end. Amen. 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 So then they did. That brings us to the place I was just talking about. They prayed for greater boldness. They prayed for more. They prayed all these, for all these cultural threats and, but that, all these, they, what, they, weren't, they weren't afraid of none of that. They prayed. They prayed. They weren't afraid of being mocked. They weren't afraid of being laughed at. They weren't afraid of being uh, marginalized. They, they weren't afraid, they weren't afraid of, of none of these things. They weren't afraid of being political incorrect. <laughs> weren't afraid of being one of them. Come on, one of them. Come on, you know what I'm talking about when, when you're around all your maybe different friends or different work people or whatever, and, and it comes that moment, are you going to be one of them? <laughs> Amen. But they, pray, but they prayed for more. They prayed for more, which brings me to the ruler of the prayer, and that's really, that's really where I wanted to go. They prayed. Here's the prayer. Let me, in verse 29, we'll start there again. Verse 29. Go there, Cole, and then we'll, we'll look at the prayer. But it says, And now, Lord, behold, their threatenings. And grant unto thy servants that with all boldness, all boldness, all boldness, that we may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to heal, to heal. Stretching forth thy hand for signs and wonders that they might be done by the name of of this, of thy holy child, Jesus. Let me think about that a minute. I never had connected this with boldness before. But when they prayed for more boldness, when they decided they needed more than even they had, and they'd had a lot. But here's what they prayed: their prayer, their prayer, their prayer was for boldness. But then, but then it, it shifts, and they know what they know. They know what it's going to take. And it's gonna take it's gonna take God you stretching your hand out. You, you, we're gonna pray for miracles. We're gonna pray for signs. We're gonna pray for wonders. We're gonna pray for the power of God. I said, if we really want to be bold, I just want to tell you, I believe if you really want to be bold, you gotta start praying some powerful, bold prayers. Some bold prayers. You might not make the connection, but, 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 but listen, but listen. I believe that in an angry culture where threats 
and hostility and abrasiveness is, is, is I, 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 believe, I, I believe arguments is not going to win there. Our arguments are our best our best arguments not going to win an angry culture. I tell you by God's name, the only thing I can ever see winning this angry culture is that God stretch out his hand and heal and work mighty powers and signs. No wonder they prayed. This just wasn't wind addressing. This just wasn't to fill in scripture. No, 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 no. They knew what it was going to take to win an angry culture that's, that's spewing out threats that hate you, that hate me. People that hate us, you know what you need to pray tonight? God, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Pray for miracles. Pray for signs. Pray for winning. Because we're not going to win them with arguments. You're never going to win an atheist with your arguments. Never. Never. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you pray, God, make yourself real to him. Whoa. Glory. In your power. Make yourself real to him in some sign, some wonder, some move. Make yourself real. Your argument, your reasons why you love Donald Trump ain't going to touch the left. Never. They're just going to hate you more. They're going to hate me more. We keep telling them he's still your president. They're going to hate that. That's not going to win them. It does feel pretty good tonight, though, but, but they're not going to win them. You know what's going to win them? This prayer. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Whoa. Yes. Do it. Show up in power. God, just break out into this world. Just break out. We ought to pray even right now. Lord, break out Friday night. Break out. Sunday morning. Sunday morning when this place is full of some, sometimes intellectual liberals or intellectual cultural people. There's various kinds here. Atheists sometimes, people that don't even believe it all. We need to go ahead and pray right now. Sunday morning, Lord. Break out in your power. Break out in your power. Break out. Break out in the Holy Ghost for a sign to the unbeliever. Hey. My, I might throw this mic over here tonight. Hey. That's the truth. Amen. Big prayers. Because, see, that's really how this story started, you see. What shut them up in the very beginning? Because the miracle was standing right beside of Peter. Hey! That impotent man, that lame man. I'm going to tell you what. When the miracle's standing right beside of you, you can't shut that up. Hey! Hey, Dino, 
I tell you what, you can't shut it up. I tell you, you got three to six months to live, and here it is five years later. You can't shut that up. You can't shut up. You can't shut that up. My God in heaven, you can shut me up with my arguments, but you can't shut that up. Hey, you can't shut Sheena up. Of course, Brent knows that. <laughs> can't shut, Tara, sissy, can you standing right here with me? You can't shut this up. You can't shut it up. Miracle. Miracle. Whoa. I might get happy on a Wednesday night. Hey. That's why he said stretch out your hand. It's never made sense to me, honestly. Till this revelation come along, I, I always read it, kept it a part of the story. But I thought, well, they pro what's going on here? I see what's going on. That's what's going to. Touch an angry world is God melting hearts through His move, through His power. His, yes, His, His omnipotence touching hearts only the way He can. Amen. Amen. So they prayed, they prayed, stretch forth your hand, heal, and that signs and wonders. May be done. Done. And listen, listen, and I'm coming to a close. And in verse 31, and, and when they prayed, you know what happened. What did they was praying for signs and wonders? And miracles, they praying for boldness. They realized that signs and wonders. This wasn't if I got the miracle standing beside of me, you can't shut me up. Uh-uh. I'm going to tell you right now, if, it, if the miracle's right beside of me, it's going to be hard to shut me down. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then the Bible says, and then the Bible says in verse 31, and the, and the place was shaken. Shaken where they were gathered together. Shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Shaken. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shaken. I believe this tonight. I believe this tonight. The more we are shaken by the Spirit, by the Holy Ghost, the more we're shaken by Him, the less we'll ever be shaken by this world or this culture or threats. Someone who's truly shooken, shooken by the Holy Ghost, it's hard to shake him with a threat. Hard, is, hard for a man to get in your face with a long finger. I said when the Holy Ghost has shook you. Hey, the more you're shaken, the more they're shaken by the Spirit, the less this will do for you. <laughs> That's why you decide, should we obey man or God? <laughs> Can't shake it. Because the Holy Ghost done shook it. And the Bible says, and the Bible says, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Spoke the word of God. Well, it took them a while to get there, didn't it? I believe all these are pieces, parts. And I'm not 
formalizing it. I'm just showing you in Scripture the path they took to get to a boldness that couldn't be silenced. A boldness you couldn't shut up. Amen. And I want to hang up right there just for a minute. On this, these pra- they prayed together. I want to I go back and hang up right there, and we're going to pray together. Right Paul, you mean come on? I'm going to move this right quick. Amen. And I, I believe as they prayed together, I want to say this, because I believe this was a part of where boldness come from. As they prayed together, and they built off of each other's prayers. Come on. Yeah. I know a lot of times I ain't so bold when I'm praying my own little prayers. I know the other day, the other day when all that was going on for little Grey Bear. That's why I felt the urgency. I, I got I to text some people. I got to get some people in. I, although I couldn't hear them, I knew they was praying. And I was able to build. I was able to get some boldness. I was able to get my breath back. I was able to breathe again. But I believe, I believe as they gathered, as they gathered and, 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 and they come together and they prayed together, they started to build off of each other's prayers. Boldness started to come. Now I know when the Holy Ghost hit, boldness kicked in really hard. But I'm going to tell you what, they was because they began to pray together. And that's what I want to do tonight. I want us to pray together tonight. Lord, just put it on my heart. I know it's flu season, but I don't care. The Lord will protect you. I'm going to tell you right, the Holy Ghost just shook you to flu camp. Come on. And I want us to come together tonight. I want us to come together. And I even want us to bind up. And I want us to build off each other's prayers. And I want us to even use what we've heard tonight. And may faith rise up out of what we've heard tonight. As we pray. As we pray for the boldness. We pray for, 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 for God to stretch out his hand. Don't forget that. That's a big part of this. It's not just, this is the big part. In this, in this text, in this story, this was the big part of, it was a prayer for, for God to break out. Don't just put that off as a second. Don't look I think that was primary. That was the big thing. We need boldness. We need to pray God break out. We need boldness. We need to pray that God stretch forth his hand. And heal. And do signs and wonders. You want to see a church get bold? Well, let miracles just be walking around everywhere. Hey! Hey! Not just once in a while, but I mean everywhere. Yes, I, I believe the Lord tonight wants us here. I do. God knows we need to bold. You want to know how the church in America is going to come alive when they start praying things like that? You want to know? You know what we need to do with our second chance? Is pray that God stretch out His hand and that boldness will come over His people.